everybody, and welcome back to the show, Amy Weber Unleashed. I am your host, Amy Weber. Today, we have luxury real estate specialist, Evan Bellman, on the show. Yes, ma'am. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? You're my first real estate agent. Oh, really? Yeah. So excited. Okay. That changes everything. We are in familiar territory here today. Yes. How is the market here in Las Vegas? We're still bustling. Yeah. It's uh, been a pretty aggressive 18 months, right? right? And um, it's it's continuing take away the doubters out there okay. right? that all everyone's got an opinion and and so far it hasn't gone in the direction that a lot of people were thinking and it's still it's it's still going along um you know we saw a heavy increase in the luxury component though yeah definitely so, uh and thankfully yeah that's where i was yeah and uh it's just continuing I know my my brokerage, the agency. I know we just opened up in Las Vegas. I wanted to come out for the grand opening, yeah. but I come out for this and get a little bit busy. So I know people feel like there's a softening, I guess, in the Southern California market coming. Um, I don't know. I just got 17 offers on something yeah. I put on 48 hours ago. So this doesn't feel soft to me. But I mean, gosh, we've been so uh, kind of bullet train, right? For yeah. a long time. It's got to change at some point. I think, at least for Vegas, yeah. we can't sustain these 20% increases year over year. Right. I mean, our local economy, even with the influx of Southern California, New York, Illinois, which we were all seeing before Corona or yeah. COVID, whatever, you know, we just saw uh, compounded. Okay. Um, and I just, our average income just can't keep supporting. Right. But I don't know that how that much that's going to affect us truly because we're still seeing the out-of-states coming. Right. I know, because I remember, like, I would think, okay, Las Vegas, speaking, like, affordability, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about, there's obviously, you have your areas that have always been out of reach for a lot of people, but in comparison to Southern California, I know people, even 10 years ago, were coming out to Vegas and buying you know, investment properties, 300, 400, mm -hmm. that, that, those days are gone, right? <laughs> They're in the rear view mirror. <laughs> you can find them, uh, they're probably not going to be your most ideal, right? Right. Uh, an aspect of a location yeah. and B, how they look. Right. <clears throat> but there are some pockets of town that, that you can still actually get a new build. Okay. In, in you know, 400, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. You just got to know where to go. You got to get quick. Okay. Um, lot premiums are starting to subside a little bit, which is, we know like that's usually the first thing to go is yeah. when we see a softening, the lot premiums start to. Okay. Up until probably 19, you didn't see lot premiums here okay. from like 12, 2012 on. Right just didn't exist. And now, whew, I mean, it's out of control. Yeah, so, it is out of control. To your so, point, though, north northwest, you can find. Okay. And do you mainly specialize in listings or buyers, or you do both? I, I do both. Okay. Um, you know, everyone's always asking, uh, you know, how come you don't have more listings, right? right? And uh, I kind of just, whatever falls in my lap, not that I sit there and wait for the business to come, but, yeah. you know, everyone's so focused on listings. Yes, but someone's got to buy those listings. That's so, true. right? And so I kind of go against the grain a little bit because if you just focus on listings and you, you need listings because sure. obviously we all know listings command. Yeah. Um, 
But if you don't pay attention to the buyers and you're out there competing against 10 other agents for listings and you don't get that listing, you're working really, really hard for nothing. Yeah. And by the way, you lost your component of buyers and now you're sitting on nothing. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I work buyers. Like I'm, I'm very listing heavy, but I see, and not to say that I don't work hard because I know like obviously we all work really yeah. hard. We'll talk about a story about how mm -hmm. someone wanted to pay me by the hour. They, they said the house was going to sell itself. Okay. <laughs> Which, yeah, it was really cute. But, um, but man i just see you know we call them you know selling agents buyers agents mm -hmm. um work so hard i mean there's times when right you'll be with someone a year and you've looked at however many houses and you've you know given so many offers put in so many offers and still come up nothing nada yeah especially now <clears throat> you have to even get more creative which is is if you don't have an agent with experience yeah you're kind of in trouble absolutely uh, right yeah uh, the over ask component has started to come down a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, six, eight months ago, we were seeing multiple, multiple cash offers. Usually, you know, you would see maybe one or two cash offers. Right. And you're coming in six, seven cash offers per <laughs> and they're all above ask. Right. And at that point, it's like, okay, what else do you have to offer? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's competitive in there. I mean, I got one point. Uh, we lost out on like eight houses with these people. Oh, and man. It was a pretty hefty budget for Vegas. Yeah. Like yeah. 800000 here. That's pretty decent. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Especially even now when, when, when with the prices that we have. Yeah. You know, four or five years ago, 800000 like, wow. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, long story short, with these, with these people, we, we lost out on so many houses that I had to have a really like a one-on-one -on -one and say, guys, I have a suggestion. A suggestion. You just got to. Trust me on this one. Yeah. And luckily they did. We dropped down a price point and we took the angle of, because uh, we didn't, we weren't cash. Okay. We were VA. Oh. Right? <laughs> it makes it <laughs> it's even almost hard. as bad as contingent on the sale of property. <laughs> 100%. Right? So you know all the factors we were going up against. Uh -huh. and for some that don't get it, that's like, like, it's saying it's Look, we love VA because they, they will lend 100% of the purchase price. The yes. unfortunate thing about VA and FHA is that they do take much longer. Yep. So you can't necessarily do a 30-day or a 25. So to be competitive and writing an offer, that's tough. It's you can't hard. waive appraisal. We, you know, it's fun. No, you can't. Can you? Not, tech, not, not, not by really. the law. Yeah, right. But luckily on, on this house that we ended up winning, uh -huh. the... Uh, the um, Owner was also the agent. Okay. Which generally that's a nightmare. Yes. Luckily, the relationship was solid and, um, you know, we did some things that they, they, uh, not a little tricks of the trade, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, the letter that people are really having a bit. The love the, letter. Yeah, the boo boo, yes. don't do that. That's uh -huh. not good. Um, and they, she wrote a great one. But what we did is, uh, and I don't mind sharing secrets. It's not, I wasn't the first person to ever think about this. Yeah. I asked my our broker of record for hey you know can you help me out and, and we um offer to pay sellers closing costs love that and we want we beat out five cash offers yeah yes we did pay over ask right right but that's what was happening back then no i know i was literally sending in like contingency removal with my offers uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> just to try to stand out and then i know so there's these um so we'll talk some real estate talk because sure. i haven't i haven't done a real estate show yet and obviously i'm really heavy into it um i'm the director of residential uh 
estates at the agency in Pasadena, but I okay. do all of Southern California. But um, so for people out there that don't know, like normally, you know, if you're getting into real estate, you know, you want people to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You don't just want this sort of blind offer. So people were writing letters, introducing themselves. And so what was happening is people felt like fair housing was being yeah. crossed. If someone said, my church is right down the street, right? Or, you know, something that would basically be a dead giveaway that someone would say, well, you chose this offer because they're same faith as you, yeah. the same creed, the same color, whatever it was. And therefore your, um, the fair housing laws have been, you know, crossed. And so you're not allowed to do that. I just personally say, look to the other agent, are you allowing this? I mean, yes or no, just let me know. I don't want to do anything. If they say no, I just don't write an email <laughs> and I put in the body of the email, like just so you know. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then it's just been a lightning rod of a market and, and people have had to get super creative and being a listing agent, I have seen it all. Yeah. And I've taken like bits and pieces for my little toolbox being a buyer's agent. When I was like, someone's actually removing, sending me the CR, not just saying we're not going to have it, sending me a contingency removal. So there's three contingencies guys, when you're buying a house, for those of you who haven't, you have an inspection contingency and you have an appraisal contingency and then you have a loan contingency and these protect the buyers. Cause mm -hmm. when you buy a house, you have to have some skin in the game. You usually have to put, I don't know about here in Las Vegas, but we do a 3% earnest money deposit. Is it the same here? It, it or is it like just 10,000? Is it whatever? It, it's uh, depending. Uh, you, you'll see everything from, uh, well, right now it's getting a little bit higher. Okay. Right? But uh, generally you, you'll see between 1% and 3%. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So some of them are lower. Like I just saw, I just showed yesterday a house in Desert Shores. Okay. Uh, it was a little, it was a million 25,000. They were only asking for 10%. Wow. EMP. Okay. 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 So yeah, so it's starting to get, a you know. There is no tradition. There, yeah, there, yeah, that's the thing with commissions. There's really no set commissions. We set those ourselves. And, you know, as far as earnest money deposit, that's just something that you would give to escrow, which is a neutral third party that just shows as a buyer, once you open escrow, I'm serious about this. Mm -hmm. I'm not playing games. I could lose that money if I remove all my contingencies and decide not to go forward with the sale. So that's what EMD is, guys. Um, but yeah, so I have a, I have a, a, a seller. It's so funny. Always listen to your gut, right? Sure. Gotta listen to your gut. And I know that most real estate agents that are busy like us have had our shares of not listening to our gut, but I just caught on the phone with these people and um, one is a litigator and <laughs> the other one is an actress. And so I'm always like, look, I love lawyers when they're fighting on my behalf, but I don't necessarily love representing them uh -huh. because you're not really supposed to redline like our legal forms that we use you do like other forms like you use counter offers or you do addendums to add things or amendments to do like we have these legal things we're supposed to use anyway so he had redlined everything but i said you know um i don't think i'm a good fit for you i just remember thinking like wow. this is gonna end up badly because like a relationship it's a relationship Very right okay so. it's a relationship so if you're going kind of dating and you're in this thing and you're like yeah this this is not going to end up well i can feel it right now i should probably go ahead and bogey out of this but and i said i don't think i'm right no no i think you're great so what they had said to me was we don't think agents should get paid the commission we feel like they should get paid by the hour <laughs> and i said oh 
you don't want to do that. <laughs> Trust me, because your bill. Yes. <laughs> and they said, well, you know, th- th- this house is going to sell itself. And I said, okay, well, is it going to walk itself through escrow? Mm-hmm. Is it going to get through if you don't appraise? Mm-hmm. How about the request for repair? How's it's it going to do with that? How's it's cursive? Can it use DocuSign? <laughs> right? I mean, all these things. And so... um they, uh, yeah, they, they got really rough on me. Like, I mean, just the things that they would say, like, just constantly, like, you know, this fucking, this and fucking, that. Like, yep. just angry people, very reactive people. And they would say to me that they're proactive. And I was like, no, I, I'm going to go ahead and detest her. <laughs> You're very reactive. And, and they're like, well, you seem really upset. And I go, I'm so calm. I, <laughs> I haven't raised my voice. You're the one screaming at me on my Bluetooth in my car. Actually, the people across from me can hear you. Uh-huh. And so um, finally I had to say, it was like a bad boyfriend. I had to say, uh, I'm going to go ahead and walk away from That's this. That's hard. Um, because I know that I deserve better. And then they're like, no, no, please don't leave. Right? Oh. They're just, you know, they're like, you're terrible. You're shit. You can't do this. And the house is going to sell itself. Then when the minute I say, like, I'm out of here, they're like, oh my God, please don't leave. You know, and then everything I did, you know, I was like, oh, what a beautiful signature you have. Oh, I don't boy. know. Just a whole Over the script, like, kind of, yeah, flipped. So, well, residential, because uh, I did that. Uh, oh, you do commercial too? I did a little bit. Yeah. You know, the problem, here's a mistake before we get too off, off topic. Is yeah. With all these new agents. Yes. Right? Tremendous amount of new agents. They, I'm not going to say all, a lot of them think first that real estate is very easy. Easy money. going to come. I got to see these shows, <laughs> which is the worst thing that could ever uh-huh. happen. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and they really think that you can do commercial and residential at the same time. Oh, gosh. You cannot if you want to be successful at either one. Right. right? So, so that's, uh, um, uh, that's the issue. Um, and I said I don't want to get too far off, but. Where was I going? Well, I mean, I think it's just uh, a matter of um, uh, too many new, there's a lot of new agents uh, and they don't really understand. I mean, they take the class, they pass the course um, because they memorize a bunch of stuff, but (laughs) that that test has nothing to do with real life application of real Mm. estate sales. And they don't understand that uh, residential component is is very emotional. Oh my gosh. And until you go something like you have multiple times, you really understand like, okay, if I'm going to be good at this, I just have to focus just on this. And I'm going to go back and get my um, psychology degree Yeah, right. oh, God. <laughs> at the same time. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, look, commercial real estate, you guys, is obviously, you know, when you're buying a building, something that's beyond four units, and it just, the numbers have to make sense, mm-hmm. right? The cap rate has to make sense for you. Um, so it's, you know, your net operating um, compared to your gross. And, and so that has to make sense for you. And that has, there's just no emotion whatsoever black and white black and white it's a numbers thing it's either going to make sense or it's not especially when it comes to the cap rate but when it comes to residential oh my gosh people get so (laughs) emotionally charged and i always say please don't be here for inspections Mm -hmm. because they are going to skewer this house like the house that you love that you raised your 10 children in that you birthed you know all of them in that particular bathtub right whatever it is They are going to literally like rip this place apart. That is their job Mm -hmm. to do that. And you don't want to hear it. You don't want to be there for open house. You don't want to be there for inspection. You just don't. You, cause you can't, you think, oh, I'm not, it's not going to bother me. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's like saying your child is butt ugly. It's the same thing. 
because you're emotionally attached to your house because you think I chose it. I've lived here for 17 years. Now yeah. they're telling me it's, you know, like I'm done. Yeah. It's tough. And they don't want to, they don't want to listen. Right. It's kind of like that, you know, that, that relationship boyfriend, girlfriend is, you know, don't ask the questions that you don't want to know the answers to. True. Right. Yeah. Um, and so all they have to go is go through one of these and then they're going to yeah. listen to you. It's hard. It's an interesting business. It's, it's more psychologically challenging than I ever thought that it would be. But I think once you can wrap your head around the fact that, um, I think like for me, I realize like now I sit back a lot more. I don't author things. I let people do a lot more of the talking because they're going to give me a lot of stuff that Mm. they shouldn't be giving me that I can then use against them. Yeah. So I'll just kind of sit back and let people, you know, say what they need to say. But, um, but yeah, it's tough. I mean, look, I'm, I'm selling my own apartment building and I just, I was opening escrow in between shows. Um, and it was hard because, you know, I got a lot of offers and there was someone that came in with not a lot down. Um, but I really liked their agent and it makes a difference because I felt like she handles herself in a very transparent way. Like I do. Mm. And I felt like, you know, not only is she going to open this transaction, but she's going to close it, right? which is huge. And so uh, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm being the stupid seller, right? (laughs) That I (laughs) tell them not to do this. Don't read the letters. Don't do this. But, yeah, it got to me. So it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You know, it's more more important. The the fluidity of the deal, uh, getting the price you wanted, the net outcome or just making your life easier in general, because if you get an agent on the other side that makes the deal impossible. Right. It's just, no, what, what, what was I thinking? Yeah. I don't know if you've experienced this. I have, um, there is a guy, he's not a local agent. I don't quite know where he's from other than hell, <laughs> but he, um, has had a house in, in a community that is very tight knit, like a super tight knit, like grade a blue ribbon schools. And so he has this house literally on the freeway. And I went in and wrote, and then he wasn't answering my calls. He kept having open houses like every single weekend and houses in this area do not sit on the market. Mm. And so my buyers had gone in with my card and he had one of his open house babysitters there. And they said to him, if you use us as your agent, right, we will take you directly to the seller and we will get you $100,000 off the purchase price. And so I was like, really? <laughs> wow. And so they took a picture of his like busted up car that's been sitting in his back pocket for <sighs> I don't know how long. And um I didn't call him, but I did call the listing agent and I just said, um, hey, I, you know, just want I wasn't sure if you were gonna drop the price because your open house babysitter told my buyers that they could get a hundred thousand off if well, I mean if they used him, right. which they're not gonna do. Sure. And he's like, Why well, I, I I don't know anything about that, right? Mm-hmm. And so fast forward, it's like this guy won't call me back. He's pretending like he's not getting my messages. So I've now become like a stage five clinger. Mm. I'm calling this guy like 10 times a day, <laughs> voice text, whatever. I'm sending like smoke signals. I'm part American yeah. Indian, so I'm allowed. <laughs> and uh, doing everything I can just to get a response from this guy. And then I start looking at his history and I see what he does is he'll have houses a thousand days on the market. Oh, wow. That's weird. Wow. Right? 500 days. And I'm thinking, what he's doing is he's trying to double end. 
So for those of you that don't know, double N just means that you're representing the buyer and the seller, so you're getting double commission. Sometimes what happens is listing agents will go in and they will be what I call discount agents, bless their hearts, um, where there's, it's such a low price, like maybe 3% total that they have to represent the buyer in order to even make a profit after sure. you take photos and drone or whatever you end up doing, you know, 3D walkthrough or, you know, floor plan. And so, um, it's like, he's just literally canvassy every weekend, open house. And then I finally got him to counter me a counter offer. I gave him everything he wanted in the counter. And then he said, well, I'm not going to give you a response for like another 10 days, not the standard three days. And then I see as another open house. With your offer. With my offer, the (laughs) counter offer just kind of sitting out there. And it's like, what do you do in that situation? Like, I want to just rip his head off. You know, I just want to go and find him. And basically, I used to wrestle. I want to (laughs) take him down to the mat. And, you know, but it's like there's nothing. There's no one holding these people accountable. No. For these actions. That's very, very. Weird, right? Yeah, very weird. Yeah. And I think some of the differences, that's why I'm always intrigued to hear, uh, speak with agents, brokers from other states, because uh, obviously the contracts are very, very different. And um, guidelines, if you want to call them, are are a little bit (laughs) loosely loose, right? (laughs) And I know, um, you know, California, I think, like you said, it's a standard, there's a standard um, the only reason I know is because I just switched agencies and, and, and I'm on these conference calls and, and I'm hearing them go through there. Because I right. know California just kind of did their uh, revised purchase agreement. We did. Right? Yeah, the, the RPA just got revised. So we were, I was just I just sat on the call just because I'm curious. Yeah. And I, I, th- I feel that also one day it's probably advantageous for me to get a license in California. Yeah. I mean, a lot of California. Probably 75% of my business is from California. Yeah. Um, so is it, is that the case? Is there's a, is like a standard three days for the, um, turnaround time? Yeah. Yeah. So in order, like everything's usually standard in the contract unless you change it. So when I gave them what they wanted, I gave them the exact amount they wanted, everything they wanted. I said, you know, buyer agrees to all, you know, terms on the seller counter offer. It's a three day response. And I said, on there, even though the counter had said that they wanted until it was like an 11 day thing because they wanted to do another open house. Yeah. I said, uh, buyer would like a response within the standard three day period. Wasn't a lot to ask for. Okay. This was almost 30 days ago. The house is still on the market. <laughs> Price has not, it's been on the market now 170 days. Wow. Yeah. It's like, what do you say to your buyer at that point? Other than this is just a dick. I don't. Yeah. Unless there's something more to it. But but obviously this guy has a track record. He does. If you looked him up, right? He so does. Maybe there really is no intent to sell. He's, he's with EXP. It. EXP is like a, it's like, like I'm a broker. So I have my brokers. Um, <laughs> EXP is like, there's just no accountability. Like yeah. there's no offices to go to. They have like, it's all, I don't even know how to explain it. Other than the fact that there's just, no one is basically saying, uh, yeah, that's messed up. You don't do that. You can get sued for that, whatever it is. They're rapidly growing too. I think I they looked are, at something huh? today. I think it was, if it, it might've been just Vegas, Yeah. <clears throat> but there was an 82% growth in agents. Year for over EXP? Year. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. I don't know if it was nationally or just here, but regardless, that's a, a massive number. Is that because they keep 100% of their commission? Is that the split? I don't know what this is. This, so, uh, God, let's see. What's the... Okay, he's trying to be yeah. he's trying to be politically <laughs> correct. I see this on his face. So yes, Evan. 
I just know that you know it's an aggressive marketing. Yes. You know, and and um, watch which forms you get into because you're going to be recruited heavily, uh, heavily, heavily recruited. Yeah. And that's just the, that's your method. And, and I I don't know too much more about it besides um, it is. Um, they very, they they will come after you. They're very very aggressive, and I think there's some kind of stock component. Oh, okay, possibly or, or some equity stock share, equity share, something like that. Don't quote me on that, but I I think that's right. I'm probably going to get flambéed from some. some no, I don't think we're saying anything bad, other than like there like I have uh, I'm a broker, but I have a broker in my office, like you said, a broker of record. That should I have any you know cloudiness about something, or I need a question answered, I feel like maybe. I don't know the, the right thing to do, I can go to that person sure. because they've been in the business, let's say 30, 40 years, I've been in like 10. And so they're going to, if they don't know the answer, they know the person to call to get it. Right. And like, you know, a couple of the guys that started the agency, one Billy, Billy Rose is an attorney, a former attorney. And so he knows, and there's a lot of real estate attorneys within our company. So but I just don't know what's happening. Um, it's unique. I mean, before um, the pandemic, yes. you, know, you know, days on market was a massive indicator of there's something wrong. Yes. There's clearly something going on there. But I, but it's, it's, it, they've taken a little bit step back on how important it is uh, to evaluate what you're going to offer. Right. And here's the weird thing, guys. So you can't act like legally. I don't know. I think it's the same in Vegas. I can't. I could find this seller. Trust me. I know exactly who this right. seller is. I could go say I'm having some internal medicine issues because he's a doctor. <laughs> and I could just go sit like on that white paper or whatever uncomfortable thing that is and say like, listen, you're being dicked around, buddy, yep. by your agent. But I can't do that. Legally, you cannot reach out to if they're under contract, exclusive, you know, right to sell. If if they're under this contract with this guy, there I have nothing. Yeah. I can't contact him. I yeah. can do nothing. It's and you're just meanwhile sitting Hands there. Hands are tied. Yeah, and what can you what can you really truly do? I know it's frustrating. Except you know now you pull your offer and you're starting from ground zero trying to go find. But it was sad home. too, I guess. And the reason why it upset me so much is because my particular buyer, um, they just lost their mother to cancer. She had pancreatic cancer. Mm. It had. Uh, she was in remission. It came back with a vengeance. It took her very quickly, and so it's the father who now has Parkinson's. Oh boy. And they're trying to get him closer to them. The children are. And he's also in a house that's way up on a hill. So he needs to walk. He can't drive anymore. He has Parkinson's. This was a good location. And this agent was trying to say to me, well, I've got a lot of flippers because, you know, the new law, whatever, it's something 9 or 10, RB 910, is saying that you can change the zoning. Really? This is bullshit. Okay, this is <laughs> this is a small community. If you try to put a multi-unit next to these mansions, they are going to come at you with pickaxes uh -huh. and pitchforks, and they will have your head on a platter. That is not happening in this community. He's like, "Oh, it's happening in Beverly Hills." I was like, "No, sir, it's not." Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sure about that? Sorry, but it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, I I tried everything. I looked up his picture. He has dogs and stuff, and I was like sending him like dog treats for his dogs <laughs> like i did every angle yeah. like you know he's the christian is like i pray for the right yeah. decision like i'm like what else am i supposed to do oh my gosh so um okay wait so when you were starting out as an agent do you still do you door knock did you ever door knock no and <laughs> lucky you I, so 
I guess let me explain why. Okay. So um, you're smart. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and obviously, it, it does work. It's effective it, in certain circumstances. Cer- yes. Okay. And it takes a lot of time. Yes. Uh, you got to put your ego aside. Yes. Uh, you got to um, work the, f- the right areas. You got to find the right areas. And I, I, my issue was, you know, I came from a um, casino background okay. and, and at an executive level. And I just couldn't see myself <laughs> door knocking uh-huh. and not knowing who's going to open that door. I'm like, uh-huh. man, God, he went from to door knocking. Oh, uh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Just, So I just found, and again, I will never say door knocking is not um, n- not a fruitful event. Sure. Um, and as much as they told me when I first started, you need a door knock. And I, I, listen, I said, there's two things I'm not door knocking. I'm, t- I'm not door knocking. <laughs> And I'm just not cold calling. Yes, you know, I don't I'm, cold call either. I just I won't do it. I will bust my ass ten other ways to Sunday. Right. Right. I'll do. I'll. I mean, you name it. I will do it. But there's just two things, and adamantly against that. And and I'm, yeah. not that I'm too good for it. It's just I. It's not in my DNA to do those. Two no, things. I get it. I was <laughs> I was on TV for 25 years. I know this is like. Oh, you get it. I do, but it wasn't just that. I was like, okay, no, I'm just gonna put my. I'm gonna put this aside. Everyone says door knocking when you're a new agent is a easy way to get business oh my gosh you have not lived and you have been cussed out in every language from russian to farsi to you name it i got to the point where i would like knock and jump back and be like i'm not selling anything i swear to god i don't want anything i don't have cookies i don't have shit i just i just want to give you my information like it's so demor like dehumanize it's the worst experience and i i hate to be solicited to mm-hmm. so i was like i just don't want to do something that i would be a hypocrite for yeah. doing that was kind of like my methodology yeah. into my head for doing my it. thing was like you know look I, I just want you to choose your neighbor that's right. it I, Good <laughs> angle. I just i'm selling a house and i just want you to know what your house is worth because you might be feeling like hey i want to jump on that train right when yeah. you see how much i'm gonna get i tried everything it was i lasted like all of four hours. And then I was like, it's a good workout, Amy. Just put on some <laughs> tennis shoes and just get in there. Like, no, never again. You know, the closest I came to it. So I'm in a new neighborhood right around the corner here. And during Corona or COVID, yeah. When it first started, yeah. Um, you know, you couldn't get in to see these homes. And there was probably five or six standing inventory homes oh, on my street. And every Sunday I see these cars driving up and down the street wanting to get in to see these yeah so during the week i was like man I, I, this is driving me crazy i gotta find a way to sell these things like there's the house next to me it took six months for it to sell oh gosh and i tried everything like i said so i went in and i and i got the gimbal or that uh, yeah the, that stabilizes your yes, phone right yes and i went in i had a pretty good relationship with the uh, on-site sales agents and they allowed me uh, to videotape uh, everything, even, um, they weren't completely shut down, but I said, Hey guys, you know, listen, you guys aren't here on the weekends, right? You, there's limited hours right now. And I am living here. This is what's going on. You're missing buyers. Wow. So, um, I was able to tape everything and I may have accidentally inadvertently <laughs> left my for sale signs outside. Oh my gosh. Right. Um, but at that time, you couldn't have open houses. So yeah. uh, everything was covered up. You know, I did everything that I was supposed right. to do. But uh, I'm just thinking outside the box. I was, what I was getting back to is, listen, I'm not going to door knock, but I'm going to try everything else possibly yeah. to find a way to sell. Oh, my gosh. My, my old nature. I was with an old broker for a while, and I just had to get out of there because I felt like 
I was never going to grow to my full potential. Like when you were sort of like the biggest fish in the mm -hmm. tank and people were kind of coming to you for advice, which was really flattering because I was pretty new in, but I just, I wanted to be selling those 20 million, $50 million houses. And I needed to be around someone that was so much better than me. But I remember my old broker saying that he used to do stuff that was so outrageous. <laughs> like he would <laughs> post signs in someone's house that had expired that said, if you weren't such an effing idiot, your, and use me your house would have sold you know what i mean oh, like wow. don't be an a-hole use i mean just aggressive mm -hmm. kind of tactics and <laughs> i don't know how well that's gonna work but yeah, yeah. some people will line? go through any extent in they, our business they will there's i mean there's that fine line of, of what's ethical and what's aggressive right you know i mean and and i guess you know obviously we do have a board that right. can find you there are violations and yeah um but you know and then there's there's always the inner you know the um if you get fined, you can always go and get into the, uh, Oh yeah. The, like you uh, go into mediation or whatever yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And try and, and fight and argue, but I guess it's gotta be sometimes, you know, work smarter and yeah. not harder. Even when I was wrestling, I was wrestling for the WWE. We had wrestlers court. We oh, actually wow. had our own court system. Interesting. Yeah. Which means that really no one got held accountable. Right, right, right. right <laughs> I swear right. what that meant. He's <laughs> like, it's a boys club. They're going to do what they're going to do. But we're going to hear your complaint and then we're not going to do shit about it. Yeah, just to cover our ass. Yeah. Yep. No, I know. It's, it's, it's real estate has gotten very uh, competitive. Well, more competitive. It's always been competitive. More competitive. But I know I, was, I, I find it interesting because um, I guess you're supposed to turn these. Well, my board, my old board, you had to turn certain forms in. So let's say that you were going to um, do a price reduction. You had mm -hmm. to do a modification of terms. They wanted that. Not all boards want that. And a board is basically guys where, um, you know, you have your uh, multiple listing service and then, you know, you can have your um, Supra, which is what opens up these key boxes that we have in L.A. Do you have those Supras uh, also out here? Central Lock. Yeah like a central lock mm -hmm. and so um everyone has there's all different types of boards you know there's like glendale and pasadena and there's beverly hills so i guess i didn't turn one in i don't know what happened <laughs> so they wanted to find me yeah. right like whatever five hundred dollars and so um i said okay i'm gonna pay the money but i would like i would like an audience so whoever is on the board, I would like it 30 minutes of your time right so i, I went in and i said okay here's the situation so this is important to you guys, right? It's really important that we submit these things. And they said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, you have these other things in big, giant, bold font. That's mm -hmm. like a 42 or a 72, right, size font. Show me <laughs> where, right, in your rules and regulations, just, I just want to see it for my own because I've read them. Where is it that shows, where is it in bold, that every other agent besides myself will know just how important this is to you, that they will be fined $500 if they don't do this particular activity. And they couldn't say anything to me. So I said, look, all I'm asking is that if this is important, you change your procedure and you put that in bold. I'm going to pay. Here's your 500. Here's yeah, cash. There you go. There's your money. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not the only person. I'm not a stupid person. I'm not the only person that's going to miss this. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're purposely just trying to be like, a, you know, a person that gives tickets to pay for the roads and stuff, oh, like yeah. a meter maid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're just trying to be that, cool, good on you. You got me, right? But if not, if you really, this is important, you should probably change. Yeah. yeah. I, I got fined. My only violation ever. Yeah, that was mine too. <laughs> 
You mean I only took one? I hate pissing money away. Oh uh, yeah. Right? Um, I got fined because within five days of the listing going active, you have to have uh, one they, photo. Yeah, and they changed it now even to ours is twenty four hours. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, 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 I think ours is shorter now. Okay, right? you know it's, def, it's definitely shorter now. Yeah, uh, because there was. That's what happened. A lot of these new agents, oh, they're just putting listings in, no pictures, no nothing. And then, by the way, when the pictures came, they were shit. Yes. Even worse. That's what aggravated me is this. Um, this one was a, a couple million dollar home in Red Rock that we were selling. So you wanted amazing photos. Right. You weren't going to, do, you know, first impression, put out crappy photos. And, and I had to have the, uh, I might have jumped the gun on this one, but I was waiting for the, the seller to sign the uh, the listing agreement because he revised the price okay. before we went live. Okay. Right? We, we were at this price and they want to change it to that price. I'm like, oh, no problem, but we, this is what so we need to do. you modify the terms. Okay. Yeah, and then, <laughs> by the way, I have like 58, fi 58 pictures, 3D, Matterport, oh Zone, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. And uh, I was like, look, I'm telling a story and we're going to enter the, the front and this and that. And and, um, and I, I didn't put the one picture in and I, and I, yeah, I got that you fine. You got that fine. Learn lesson, learn no, because hey, there's nothing worse than pissing money away. But. Yeah, now I have this whole thing that I write where because I don't want to go in and pay money for photos unless the listing agreement is signed. If the sure. listing agreement is signed, now you only have 24 hours in which to get this thing live so the public can see it. And this was born out of agents double ending hmm. and they were keeping the listings private and they weren't putting them on the MLS. And so, you know, the minute you have this thing signed by your sellers, you have to go live within 24 hours. But uh, I'm what photographer I'm going <laughs> to sign the listing. Like, can you be here now? Right. And drone, can you be here now? Yeah. Like, it's like, I'm not a genie. You know what I mean? I don't have magic carpets to go send to all these, you know, third party people. And so now I've got this whole thing where I'm just like, you know, uh, Agent shall, you know, I'm like, you know, seller to exclude from the multiple listing service. And then I've got this whole thing like agent may go live as long as the house is market ready and has photos and drawn like this whole entire verbiage. Yeah. is like. And that goes back to what we were speaking. Easy money, before. kids. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on in. The water's warm. <laughs> just, it's, it's amazing, you know, and they just don't realize. No. You know, and uh, I'm not going to say that I was totally immune to that fact. You know, you don't yeah. you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You know, but. It is really a lot of work. It is. It's not as easy as, as some as they make it. And I wish seem. we did get paid by the hour. Me too. Oh my gosh. For, look, I don't mind working my ass off. Yep. I don't mind not taking the days off. Right. Yep. Like you know, I'm just I'm but I'm used to bust my ass coming from my previous background. Yeah. You know, what's six days a week? Sometimes seven. Um, but I'm gonna do it uh, the comfortable way. What you know, not not on my terms, but the way that's beneficial to everyone in the transaction. Yeah. And um, I just feel like some of the fundamentals right now aren't getting. There's so many new agents yep. that they're just, it's impossible for them to get, uh, like I said, good fundamentals, get taught right. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, if you don't build them right now, you, you got no shot. Yeah, I almost feel like there should just be something where newer agents or new agents should have to go under someone's wing for like yeah. a six month period, whatever it is, before they're really out on their own. Mm -hmm. um, because I think that they could learn a lot because when you're just thrown out there and you're having to learn on the job, mistakes are really, a lot of mistakes are going to be made. That yep. could have been preventable, in and, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and discouraging because if yes. you come out of class, you get your license and you know everything and uh -huh. um, no deals, yeah. you know, and, and okay, well, you got to pay your dues and learn. But like, if you know, if you don't have a, something set up coming out of class, it's very discouraging. Yeah. And they, they talk about the sphere of influence, yeah. right? You're supposed to go to your <laughs> sphere of influence. Let me tell you something. From my experience, like I have wonderful friends and a, a lot have used me, but they say like, go to your family, go to mm -hmm. your friends. 
in any business, the people that are going to support you are usually not your friends and family, okay? <laughs> they are total strangers, okay? Do you really think my friends and family are listening to this podcast right, right. now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got some cool total strangers that hopefully are going to benefit from this hopefully. little like chat. Yeah. Okay, wait, I want to uh, touch on one last subject. It might be a little bit touchy. Do you have any thoughts on Zillow and what's going on with Zillow right now, not yeah. being an iBuyer anymore? I think, um, yeah, many. Uh-huh. Uh, so I guess let's take one by one. I think that um, people, the general public, re- relied heavily on Zillow and their estimates. Yes. And okay, and it skewed a lot of things. And took, I can't tell you how many conversations I had to say where I don't want to. I don't care what this estimate is. Like it's they're using inaccurate. It's completely inaccurate. They're using an algorithm. Old that, information. That's it, yeah. Per square foot on this and that. They don't care about what your backyard looks like or what you've done inside. If of it's the floor. updated. Nothing. Yep. So that um, I think maybe Zillow will learn that hey, they need to re- revise that because you know that's clearly part of the issue they have now, right? You know, the platform, their eye buying platform. It just you know they got they they got ahead of themselves. Yeah. And they, it's funny because well, I guess kind of funny but you don't want to laugh at someone else's failure right however they cause our life to be pretty difficult i'll laugh <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah um and and the comment i believe was their ceo made is that um they're pulling out of the eye buying because uh, you can't predict uh what's going to happen in the market no oh, shit no shit <laughs> <laughs> right i'm sorry what's well, estimate right. <laughs> exactly right. um the small ounce of credit I will give to them is I believe that they did assist in pumping the prices. Yeah. You know, because they're, you know, as much as I hate FOMO, I just hate the word FOMO, everything about it, but they're, that's what was happening at least in Vegas the last six to eight months is yeah. people that um, were sitting on the sidelines thinking, I'll just wait for this bubble, which is not coming. No. Nope. Right? Um, and then all of a sudden, they see the house going up and up and up. And so they, they really got fun. And I think Zillow attributed to that a little bit. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't understand. So Zillow um, bought Trulia and then somehow they just became the gold standard yeah. of, it's like Wikipedia. Yeah. Wikipedia is bullshit. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I can add stuff yes. to Wikipedia. Wikipedia, I put, I'm 10 years younger than I really am. <laughs> People think I'm 41. <laughs> I'm not. People think I'm 5'7". Guess what, kids? I'm not right, right. Right. I know I haven't shrunk that much right. in old age. So it's just like, they just became this gold standard that everyone like was going to their site. And just like you said, believing this sort of false information that I don't, they weren't gathering it from any real credible thing. Like you said, like, they would have uh, a Zestimate about something and it's like, how could it be that low or how could it be that high? And it just really messed with seller and buyer's heads. Even the range of their Zestimates. Like crazy. Anyone with common sense and a business acumen is going to look at them and be like, how can it range from 720 to 940? Right. <laughs> How's that stretch. possible? Yeah. Like it's, I mean, I, yeah, there may be... A couple, maybe a hundred thousand stretch because you don't know what's going on, but that's just... That's that's pretty, pretty low. Yeah. Pretty wide range. So... Um, yeah, I, 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 I know. I don't feel bad for look. I don't. I feel bad for people that lost their jobs. Obviously, sure. that were associated because I sure. don't want anyone's livelihood to be affected. But I think Zillow needed a big splash of cold water in the face, um, and they got it. I don't know. Um, maybe you can tell me if, in California what if it was the same. But here, mm-hmm. they were coming mm-hmm. in and scooping up anything between two fifty and four fifty, like that. Okay. 
cash. Now, Zillow was the only one, I believe, of the iBuyers. I wasn't looking for a discount. Open Door, Redfin, some of the other ones. Yeah. The, those iBuyer platforms, not as aggressive. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but they were looking for some kind of negotiation. I only have one experience with, with the Zillow iBuyer program. And, and iBuyer, guys, is just when someone goes in, it's like they're a flipper. They're going to go in, they're going to buy it, and usually at a discounted price, and then they're going to fix it up, and then they're going to put it back on market and flip it for a profit. But... um. I had a seller that said that Zillow met with her and they offered her a certain amount. It was so above what the what? house was worth. But so then what the, the, the play is, is that then they come back and they say, well, this needs to be fixed and this needs to be fixed. Right. Okay. So then they take off money for that. So now they said 900. So now you're at like 850. And then they're like, well, you know, staging is $20,000, which is funny to me because I own my own staging company. <laughs> yeah. And I stage all my listings for free. Beautiful. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, $20,000, you can just give me that. So now we're down right even lower. And then they charge like a 17% commission and then these other fees. So by the time, you know, you think you have a $900,000 offer, by the time it's all said and done, you're in your sevens yeah. and you're just better off to go on the open market. Yeah. And, and I won't say too late, but you've, I mean, how long did that process take? Right. Cause it, they do draw it out. They do draw it out on purpose because they hook you a little bit and then they just keep kind of, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit of a false narrative, you know. But they spent a lot of money on that marketing. They really did. I know. Now they keep calling me asking me if I want to buy zip agent. codes. Oh. Yeah, I've, I've never done that, by the way. Yeah, I will not do that. I, I refuse. I'm not going to be a Zillow agent. I'm I sorry. <laughs> to all you Zillow agents, God bless you. But it's not, not, yeah, someone's yeah. got to. And you're not going to be door knocking, and I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not door knocking anymore either. Um, so, oh my gosh. So if anyone's looking to buy or sell in Vegas, they can, do you check your DMs on IG? I'll cool. have your stuff up. Of course. Yeah. You know, yeah, I do. I think yeah. um, part of my uh, uh, motivation for this year was, uh, or my business plan, you know, coming from the, the corporate world that I came from. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I did a business plan. Like the day that I got my license, I wrote a business plan. You know? I so love I, that. It, it's yeah. a little, it gets into my, my head a little bit of, okay, what's really going on in there? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, and I wrote it literally, I got my license in 17. I wrote a business plan every year since then. Okay. And, you know, in the corporate world, business plans, you write them, boss looks at them, they go on the shelf till next October when it's time to pull it out and write it again. Yeah. Right. So I tried to change that. Um, but yeah, to, to, I guess the long about answer is I, I need to increase it. For me, my default or my fault was social okay. media. So I need to grow that. So yeah, anything that you can add would be great. You know, any promotion, yeah. I think I need to grow mine because we all know um, there's a changing of the guard right now. And yes. some of the older agents aren't, they're not, they're not making the shift to not just Instagram or uh, Facebook. We, I mean, TikTok, TikTok. Right? like I laughed mm -hmm. at, you know, uh, when someone told me about it, but I did literally created an account two years ago. Yes. I'm not saying I've used it a lot, but I got it. I think that there's more, you know, what's the next TikTok? Because yeah. now people are realizing TikTok. Oh, I'll there's tell you, they just there. reached out to me. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. when we're done. Yeah, okay, good, <laughs> When it's good, called. Good. Uh, yeah, it's a very interesting platform. But um, but yeah, I think I think for me, look, for agents, it's, um, you know, uh, especially for social media, when it comes to TikTok, you have to find your niche, okay? Mm -hmm. Your niche. Um, and you just have to stick to it. Because I think it's confusing for people if, and I'm guilty of this, it's like one day, you know, it's your pet and the next day it's like you know 
we're not for you, Evan, yeah. makeup application. <laughs> and then, you know, the next day you're talking real estate or you're showing yeah. someone. I think it's okay to, um, on certain platforms like IG, to kind of have a very thing to show this is part of my life. Like it's family and it's real estate, whatever it is. But on TikTok, you really have to stay consistent with an on point on message. Oh, yes. And then if there's one thing I can tell agents out there, if you're listening, I would just say follow through is the biggest downfall for most agents, right? 100%. And also it's like, okay, there's a thing. Steve Jobs, I thought this was brilliant about him. So Steve Jobs used to wear the same thing every single day. Do you know this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he wore that little half kind of turtle. And the reason why Steve Jobs did this is because he did not want to use any brain power towards what am I going to wear. Mm -hmm. So that was his uniform, were those jeans and that black kind of turtleneck. And so, you know, it's like, for me, every day I have to basically plan out every single hour of my day and I have to execute that. That's it. And so, and my day for me personally starts with me. I have to start with something that makes me happy. So that's meditation or working out and I'm not going to pick up my phone until I'm done mm-hmm. filling up my cup. Because when my cup is full, I'm the very best agent for everybody, yes. including agents I'm working with, people in my office. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife. I'm a better everything. And I know most people are like, oh my God, they want to get to it. But you have to have that balance where you still have your happiness, right? Because so many people are just so like gung-ho and they're just burning the candle and then they just start really resenting and hating real estate. And then it just shows in their attitude and the way they conduct themselves in transactions. And get some of these crappy agents we were talking about. Yep. And it's not fun. It is a tenuous 30 days. It's... Yes. Sometimes longer. Yes, sometimes longer. <laughs> I mean, right now, I don't know if we're finding, you know, our average days on market here for a while was like 10, yeah. 12. And, and it's, it's growing a little bit just because just, that's just the nature of the business. You know, yeah. It's slowing, not slowing down. I'm be careful because, you know, then people start saying, oh, well, the no, we're good. We're solving this. And there's still more ready, willing, and able buyers than there is inventory for in us, Vegas yes. and yes. In, in Southern California. And that's what's continuing to drive the price up. But look, it doesn't mean you still can't get a house, people. You just need like a really amazing agent yeah. like Evan <laughs> that's going to work his magic here in Vegas or myself in Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Reach out to us if you guys have any questions. And I want to thank you so much. It's been such an insightful conversation. Yeah. I love it. I could, I, I could talk. First of all, I, I could know. talk, period. Me too. But I could talk real That's why I have forever. a podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. like now I don't get yelled at for it. <laughs> right. I'm getting celebrated. <laughs> oh my perfect. gosh. All right. Thank, thank you again you. for being on the yeah, show. Of course. Thank you. All right guys thanks again for a great show thanks for listening and for subscribing and watching and until next time i'll see you later take care